This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, August 31st, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Cash for clunkers is now kaput, but what ought to happen to all of those leftover automobiles? Instead of destroying resources, Cato Institute Research Fellow Swami Iyer argues they should be given or sold to those who could use them. Cash for clunkers seemed to have two goals. One was economic. The idea is that we will stimulate the production of cars, which are in trouble. The second aim was supposed to be green. The idea was that these clunkers have are gas guzzlers. They take a lot of mileage. Uh, they have a little mileage. So we'll substitute them with newer cars, which therefore will consume less gas per mile. And that therefore, there'll be a green effect as well. These were the two aims. Okay, well, what's what's wrong with that? Okay, what's wrong with it? The news, a delightful little news item from Germany. Criminal gangs have apparently, instead of destroying the old clunkers, have bought these old clunkers and have exported 50,000 of them illegally to Africa and Eastern Europe. And the German Greens claim that this is just the start. Actually, it's going to be double. And the implication is that American clunkers similarly will get illegally exported to Mexico. Then the question is, these smugglers, are they not doing humanity a favor? I mean, when you have stupid rules, then people who break those rules can end up actually improving economic welfare. I mean, to understand it here, just consider the Salvation Army asks people to donate old junk, including, incidentally, old cars. They say, you please give it to us. Of course, what is junk to one person is a blessing for somebody else who normally can't afford that stuff. Even in green terms, that's called recycling. Right? Now, suppose everything that the Salvation Army has got, you said, hey, how dare you give that to somebody else to use? You must destroy it. I mean, there'd be a gasp of outrage, saying, what on earth are you doing? Why are you depriving poor people from getting stuff? That same objection applies to the export of clunkers from Germany to Africa or from the U.S. to Mexico. The argument from environmentalists would be, look, the reason that we are, uh, we hope to get these new, more fuel-efficient cars on the road is uh, mitigated. The benefits of that are mitigated by not destroying these older cars that uh, are presumably more wasteful with gasoline. There are a few problems with this green idea of somehow reducing emissions. First, when you replace an old car by a new car, you are assuming that the only thing that matters is the mileage of the new car. No, hold on. Various studies say that if you take the life cycle energy use of a car, how much of that goes into the manufacture and how much then goes into running it later on? And the studies estimate, the estimates range from 10% to 45%. So the moment you tell somebody, turn in a clunker and buy a new car, you are immediately upfront having a huge carbon energy use in the manufacture of the car. Secondly, if you want to crush an old car and convert it to steel, that takes a huge amount of energy. It would take much less energy to just ship that thing to Mexico or from Europe to Africa. So on both those grounds, even on energy grounds, that particular argument fails. But the most important thing is different. When a poor person gets a car which is very, very cheap or other things that are very, very cheap, their living standards improve. 
And when living standards improve, carbon emissions increase, right? Higher living standards. I mean, very, very poor people don't emit carbon. But can this be a good argument to prevent people from improving their living standards? I mean, if so, surely, first of all, you need to <laughs> say that, you know, all the foreign aid that's right now being stolen by kleptocrats, that's a very good thing. Because if it actually went to the people, living standards would go up and then the emissions would go up. I mean, the aim has to be to increase living standards. The craziest thing about cash for clunkers is not understanding that the whole purpose of development is to create assets. Here you are destroying assets. I mean, the, the, there is an old thing about the fallacy of, you know, why is it that in a recession, we do not go about breaking people's windows. After all, you know, it'll give jobs for glaziers, for the glass industry, all the inputs. But why don't we go around breaking windows? Because windows are an asset. You don't break windows. As John Maynard Keynes said, if you want to create demand in a recession, just get guys to dig a ditch and then fill it up again. Right? I mean, you are not doing anything uh, very creative, but you're not destroying anything either. So please don't destroy things. Swami Iyer is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. He writes the weekly Swaminomics column for the Times of India. You can read more of his work at cato.org.